a prompting in how to stay in touch. You're not gonna be a fit for everyone. You have to have the other things in place and your service has to be top notch or the creativity would crumble. Welcome to the Consistent and Predictable Income Community Podcast. The CPI methodology is the only system that teaches the proprietary process of CPI, which is the key to having consistent and predictable income for salespeople without letting time, money, and relationships fall through the cracks. Denise Schroeder is the CEO and marketing strategist of the Schroeder Group Keller Williams Elite. Denise has a mission for loving, serving others, exceeding expectations, being an expert in the field, and leading with passion. In this episode, Denise Schroeder talks about expert methods on branding and customer service that will help leverage your business. My name is Dan Roshan. I'm the host of the CPI Podcast, which is the real estate show designed to help top producing agents leverage and scale your business, allowing you to earn more money in less time for seasoned agents to help you get to the next level of stable income and for new agents to help you find the right way to freedom and money so that each of you can reach your potential as a person and as a real estate agent, which means you'll have certainty in your future. Thanks for joining me. Enjoy the show. Today, we are going to talk about how to brand yourself on social media and how to market yourself and do PR so that you can get international visibility. And my guest today is Denise Schroeder, who is just amazing in regards to some of the things that she's done. She's been on uh, Rachel Ray and Oprah Winfrey. She's been featured in Emmy News for out of the box marketing. And she's, you know, in addition to just real estate, been on the Food Network and just all kinds of things that, I mean, I could just go on and on to say about you, Denise. So how are you today? Great. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. Tell me, so you've done a ton of marketing. Tell me a little bit more about that and then we can sort of go from there. Well, I realized that I telling or story showing, as I call it, back in 99 when I wrote into the Oprah Winfrey show. And I wrote into her and I just talked to her about some and I immediately got a response. And so I got flown out. They actually came to our house first to film this for eight hours. And then we flew out and filmed the show. And it was one of the highest rated shows in 1999. And we got asked to come back to do a follow-up show. And Oprah Winfrey <laughs> told me sitting on the stage with her that I had the gift of oration and storytelling. And, and so that was a pretty good validation. Oh, wait, wait, a pretty good validation. <laughs> pretty good validation that is um, storytelling and and that's really what marketing is to me is telling stories. So that's how it started was with the Oprah Winfrey show. So marketing is about telling stories and I'm curious Rachel what was the topic that you did for those two interviews? Do you really want to know? <laughs> I really want to know yes. Well the topic was when your hormones change after you have a baby and it's really difficult sometimes when don't just want to give you an antidepressant that's not what you need so the show was titled women who don't want sex but it was due to hormonal imbalances so of course the title 
really got attention for people, yeah. you know, to watch this show. So it was, it was really incredible. And thank you for sharing that because I know that that's a topic that's relevant for many women, I'm sure. So after Oprah, what happened next? Well, 22 years ago, I was married and had toots and I wanted to get my real estate license. I had worked in property management and been a leasing sale. Had my manager and other people around me were saying the natural progression would be for you to get your real estate license. Okay. And so I went to husband and at the time and, and asked, you know, that I really wanted him to support me in this. And unfortunately, he thought it would be an expensive hobby and was not supportive at all and told me I could never make it. So I shelved that dream um, for, and, and um, obviously I went through a really acrimonious divorce. I spent about 50 grand getting sole custody of my children and mother died at the same time at age 50 after being misdiagnosed with a hernia. So my life was a bad lifetime movie at best. It, it was yeah. a really incredibly dark time. So in retrospect, it wouldn't have been the right time to get paged in kind of in a box. It was really a blessing in disguise because fast forward to 2009, I fell in love with my FedEx guy and <laughs> we blended. I know, isn't that great? He had amazing legs and like a Julia Roberts smile. So fell in love with this guy and we were crazy enough to blend five teenagers, four of them being girls, so even nuttier. And we quit our jobs on the same day here after we had gotten married. So we both wanted to be self-employed and we didn't do real estate right away. We did a lot of other things that were really frustrating and was not my calling, by the way. <laughs> but we landed um, getting our real estate licenses in 2012, really started in 2013. And what I found was I took the negative seed that someone planted in me two decades ago saying I could never stand out, basically wasn't good enough, wasn't enough. And it would just be with signs of me, like some, you know, like it was just a vanity statement and decided to just be. So that was you. Quirky. Quirky. I'm sorry for talking over top of you. We're on a little bit of a delay here. So that was you and your husband got licensed at the same time? Yes. Okay. We decided to get into real estate together. And I have always just had a really unique, quirky personality. And I've had a photography business in the past. And everything that I look at in terms of marketing, I look at through a lens. So I just look at everything through like a different creative approach. I literally drive people crazy around me because I want to video and take pictures and document everything because everything sure. has a story. So. so as a real estate agent, how would you recommend, what suggestion do you have for a real estate agent, how they could best tell their story? I think that you have to tap in to knowing who you are and defining who you are. And we didn't want to focus on our competition. I didn't care what my competition was doing because I wanted to be a barrier breaker and pave my own way. So I can remember in 2014, we really started doing business in 2013 
uh, a state journalist called me and wanted to do an article that we were um, the best in the industry for the year. It was a year end, end of the year, huge publication. Like we had a full color page. It was a really big deal. And the title of the article was using humor to sell home. And so what we did personally was we had to find a recipe where we had credibility. There's a time, but also a time to be extremely serious. This is people's largest sure. investment. Yeah. So we had to find a way to earn our right to be creative. And in doing that, we had to have stellar bulletproof systems and consistency and coaching and accountability. All of those things were foundational. It wasn't just that, oh, we're creative and we stop the scroll. You have to have the other things in place and your service has to be top notch or the creativity would crumble. I recently wrote the book, Real Estate Evolution, the 10 step guide to CPI, consistent and predictable income for real estate agents. I wrote this book because I have sold real estate since 2007 and developed an immense amount of experience and knowledge. During my journey, I've witnessed hundreds and maybe even thousands of real estate agents fail in this business. And I firmly believe that that's a shame. In Real Estate Evolution, I will show you the exact steps that I have used as a real estate salesperson to sell one to 15 homes every single month for the past 129 consecutive months. It took me more than two decades to learn the sales and persuasion techniques and more than one decade to master the real estate sales techniques to be able to produce the content that makes up this book. And it took me more than a year to write at a pace of three hours every single day. If you're a real estate agent and you're looking for consistent and predictable income in your business, I invite you to get the book, Real Estate Evolution, and you can get that by visiting www.therealestateevolution.com. And I'll even give it to you for free as long as you pay for the postage. So assuming that an agent has the foundation and has the systems in place and is able to exceed the expectations of their client. And what you're saying is in the Millionaire Real Estate Agent book, they literally say in there is the models are the foundation and you get creative at the top. So what you're talking about is that creativity at the top after the models are in place, or at least after the foundation is there. So assuming that that foundation is in place as an agent, how can they then be creative to be effective? So one of the examples I have that I love, and we all do open houses, right? If you're an agent, you should be doing open houses. So open house at a house that was my dream house. It was a Victorian house. It's kind of a landmark in my little town that I live in at this open house. And so instead of just putting signage and marketing, which we did all of those things, I put my wedding dress on and I got in front of the house video and I had a group, a big ring from like party bazaar store. And I did a video and I said, let's, you're going to love this house so much. You're going to want to marry it. Hashtag put a ring on it. So things like that, when you think outside the box, it's like, I've done human advertising. Like I'll stand in the corner, Troy will be in the open house and I'll be dancing on the corner holding signs up. Like you have to do things that are different because in my market, 6,000 realtors, how are yeah. you going to stand out? 
Yeah. But you've got to step out of your comfort zone. I know a lot of your listeners are thinking, or do that. There's absolutely no way I could ever do that. But you've got to step out of your comfort zone. Yeah, it's also embracing, you already mentioned, is about embracing your personality as well. Uh, I am curious, when you did the thing with the wedding dress, did you have a bunch of FedEx trucks like drive past you in the front, like just like a, a convoy of FedEx trucks? <laughs> I should have. That would, I should have been <laughs> friends with you then. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fun. Uh, so, okay, so you've done a lot of creative things at the top. What's one thing that you've done that's been creative that you would say, ah, I would maybe do that differently if I was, or, or not do it at all? Is there one that comes to mind? Um, one time we did a post where our faces and bodies were morphed. And I was talking about how, you know, Troy was going to handle everything for the day. And I thought it was creatively G people out. So my point in that is everything that you post or you create, you're not going to nail it. And that's okay. Yeah. You just have to put yourself out there and you've got to take the step to find your own personality because you can't, not me, but you can take some of the ideas and principles and grow from them and really just start to push yourself a little bit to not just do the monotonous vanilla marketing that every realtor does. Of course, of course. You've gotten contacted or you've been featured on many different publications, many different media, you know, print media, television media, I'm assuming maybe radio and certainly social media. Let's say if you're looking to connect with print media, television, or radio, what strategy would you suggest to employ to be able to make those connections? It's all about relationships, just like it is our database. It's all relationship um, focused. So the journalist that contacted us in 2014 has become a really good friend of mine. He's extremely supportive in the way that we approach doing business, but he's even more supportive and the way we serve. So he knows that we come from a servant's heart and we have the intentionality to serve like we're chosen and we have them. I am constantly in contact with commenting on his posts and this goes for anyone in radio, um, former, I'm in contact with them as well. I comment on their things, I'll message them periodically on LinkedIn. My HDTV director that I have says, tag of a buyer, let's do another show, things like that. So you want to be the type of person that people want to work with and want to be in relationship with. And you always, always show extreme gratitude. Mm. Yeah, I mean, those are good rules of thumb for not just relationships that are sort of a pivot point to something else, but also really just in, in relationships, all relationships, you know, relationship with our clients, with our family, with everybody. It's just add value and contribution. Absolutely. And that's served us well in just being relationship focused because we have had news channels like local news stations that reach out to us to be the real estate resource. And that's kind of what you want to be. You want to be the expert and journalist in your own communities. So it's really been a beautiful thing that we've been able to develop in our business. Now, I'm curious if you've had the same experience as I've had, but I'm thinking maybe not. So I've also had the privilege to be able to be featured on national news, et cetera. And I've used that more as a credibility builder rather than to be able to get, you know, to be able to attract business. It allows for people that are connecting with me in other ways to, you know, see that I'm valid in the way that I'm going to help them. 
Have you gotten business from that or has it just been a credibility or something in between? The first year that we've done House Hunters HGTV, the first time we did it, our business grew the next year by 50%. And okay. so I think the TV avenue directly related to real estate with what we do. We then moved on to do Steve Harvey and I did a season of Worst Cooks in America on Food Network just this summer. And so every time I was listed on screen, it said my name and what my occupation is. How okay. great is that? And then yeah. Steve Harvey, he introduces us as blended family experts. And he says, we're real estate agents that quit our jobs. And so I use that in my marketing for a testimonial video. Steve Harvey's introducing us. So we've used all of it to kind of no matter what the topic is, we always bring it back to real estate. So it's just, it's been awesome. What was the worst thing you cooked? I accidentally, I had to spatchcock a chicken. Do you even know what that is? Like dissect. I have no idea what spatchcocking is. Either, but you know, you dissect the chicken and I was supposed to cut the foot off. Well, I didn't cut the foot off. I left it on and I was trying to saw it off right before I had to present it to the judges. And I don't know how I survived that week, but I named my cat after Chef Ann on this show. And I think she kept me because we were both crazy cat ladies. <laughs> that is fantastic. So your cat's named Chef Ann? Her name's Kiki Ann. <laughs> Kiki Ann. All right. Fantastic. Maybe your friends calls her Chefy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so besides media, how else do you get business? Well, most of it is honestly through social media. One of the tips okay. I have is I add every client to our personal page. That is where my relationship building comes. I don't post anything that's inappropriate that I wouldn't want clients to see. So I add everyone and then I, you know, I add them to be notified every time they post, which when you've got 2000 people and 5,000 friends or 2000 yeah. in your database, it gets a bit overwhelming. However, Facebook is a cheat sheet and it's like a blueprint in what's going on in my clients' lives. And I write a lot of handwritten notes. So okay. my love language is words of affirmation. So I love scrolling through and seeing if there's someone to congratulate or someone that needs an encouraging word, maybe someone's a pet or lost a job. And it just gives you a prompting in how to stay in touch and how to do so. And are we frozen? I, we were frozen there for a moment, yet we are unfrozen. Good. We'll see how this goes. The universe doesn't like one of our internet connections, but we'll see how this goes. <laughs> so I didn't quite hear the last piece of that yet. What I did hear was about really just staying in touch, utilizing the online social media, Facebook as a, as a guidebook to inside people's lives because we're all posting our lives on there. It's really just about paying attention and you know commenting if whether if it's positive or negative or and writing a handwritten note maybe giving a phone call text that type of thing is that what you were finishing to say there yes of course we have 36 touch yeah. and we have all, all the traditional ways that we can touch we do a monthly newsletter and very deeply involved relationally through social media like i said just because it is such a blueprint in what's going on in their lives. And it just makes it so easy for me to be able to touch base. And I also take astringent notes on the names of their pets, the names of their kids, what they do for a living, where they, they work. All of these things are important because I'm doing life with them. So I need to yeah. know them. Uh, 
So those things are really important. When you have a huge database, you've got to take good notes because we're all human. We can't remember everybody, you know, every detail about our clients' lives. Sure. What database do you use? Right now I'm using Command because okay. I'm with Keller Williams and I'm really enjoying Command. And I use MailChimp for years and um, I'm getting ready to start teaching and speaking more. So I'll probably be using StreamYard. I love this. One other thing that I think is cool is for birthdays. You know, everybody has a birthday and Facebook helps us out with that too. But find a different way to say happy birthday to people. For what something that I do is I send people Marilyn Monroe singograms, personalized. So I used to do singing telegram back in the day to make extra money. So that is something that I do. And sometimes I show up at somebody's office for big birthdays. One of the things I did was I was able to go do a singing telegram to a client that turned 50. And of course, I wrote into the newspaper and about singing happy birthday to one of the administrators of the school system in my area. So they're just different things that you can do and always link it back to, is there a story that I could write a press release or a human interest story? Because they're always looking for content, always. Yeah, I used to do the singing birthday telegrams, but then they, they ran me out of town, so I had to start all over. So I think we have to stay with our, with our, with our strengths, right? <laughs> You had to keep your day job. I had to keep my day job. You already know 87% of all real estate agents fail in this business. And you also know it doesn't have to be that way. If you're a real estate agent and you're looking for consistent and predictable income, I invite for you to get your free copy of Real Estate Evolution, the 10 step guide to CPI consistent and predictable income for real estate agents. And you can do so when you visit www.therealestateevolution.com. I'll share with you your book that I authored to show you the way. And it's free. You just have to pay for the shipping. Thanks. Uh, Rachel, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of wrap this up. There's a couple things that I wanna uh, wanna hear about because I'm really interested in them specifically. But because we're having a little bit of difficulty here, I'm just gonna wrap this up. But I want to hear from you. You're writing a book right now, is that correct? You're pretty close to finishing it. I just finished it and getting ready to send it to the editor. Okay, all right. So you're sending it to the editor. And what can you tell us about the book? The book is basically the art of what I call story showing. It's about telling a story, but it's about showing the story and being able to do that in a unique way through the story should be about your clients. And yeah. when you do social media, you don't want them to feel sold to. You want them to feel like they're being served and one thing that we did recently, we had kind of a mindset shift was our hashtag used to be something that we put on Facebook, all of our fun pictures at closing or um, just sold or whatever. Now we changed it to hashtag serve like a Schroeder because I feel oh, yeah. like if we all serve, come from a place of serving like we're chosen, which by the way, I know there's thousands of realtors in every marketplace. When you get a phone call, we need to serve and treat them like we are absolutely in full gratitude mode. 
because there's so many other choices. And so that's why we have just focused on not just delivering a promise, but we focus on the delivery every step of the entire service aspect of it. And our motto is red carpet treatment. It's been great since we do a lot of TV stuff, but I always want everyone to feel like they're special and adored and that it's all about them. Yeah. I, I love the perspective that it's all about them. They are special. They are adored. I also love the fact about the gratitude. It's something that I've embraced in my business uh, because I personally go on a lot of listing appointments, which if you go on a ton of listing appointments, there's going to be a few that don't hire you. And a few years ago, because I'm such a competitive spirit, I, I used to you know, get a little bit, um, you know, I wouldn't feel great about that when I first started. And a couple of years ago, I had this aha where I transitioned what I, the, my perspective on it, which was the fact that there's 11,000 plus real estate agents in my marketplace. And I was one of three that had the opportunity to apply for a job, which means that there's 10,000 and you know, 997 that did not have that opportunity. And I believe that when you can look at it in that perspective, that it's just like, oh my goodness, I am so grateful I had this opportunity. Now I would have liked to have gotten a listing, yet I think that that shift has really helped me a lot. I agree. I mean, if you think about it with those numbers, just being chosen as one of the three, the most elite of the elite, what a compliment that is. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna be a fit for everyone. That's correct, that's correct. Nor they may not be the right fit for me either. So there's power in recognizing that as well. I think another thing that, that agents can do in terms of nurturing, dating their database, but not just touching base, really reaching out and asking, how can we help you in your business? Yeah. So that is one thing that I find really other people grow. And if you are constantly trying to seek out how to help other people build their businesses, I think it comes back to you. It's like the law of reciprocity. You know, you give and people want to give back in return. We had a painter recently that called us and says, dry. I'm really stressed out. I hate to ask you this, but could you please market for me on your real estate pages? Do please pulled up a before and after of him painting our kitchen cabinets. I posted him on several private real estate pages and a bunch of local work two months. In well, that's fantastic. So that's just that fantastic. To me, so much cooler and build a house in one day, but oh, helping sure. somebody put food on the table yeah. just by our contacts and resources. What's the name of your book? It's called Lights, Camera, Story. Lights, Camera, Story. I love that. That is fantastic. And if I am a home buyer or home seller in your marketplace, or if I have a referral for Oklahoma City, how can I get in touch with you? You can find me on Instagram at Denise Sells Oklahoma, or you can find me on Facebook. And my husband and I have a joint page because we are hooked at the hip. We're to get together. So my Facebook is Denise, N as in Nancy, like it's my middle name, Troy Schroeder. I know that's confusing. You should be able to find me. And if you can find me on on Instagram, we can connect through Facebook. I'll tell you what, I can't think of a woman that wouldn't be connected at the hip with the FedEx guy with the great legs. So, you know, you've got good taste there. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Denise, thank you thank so you. much. I appreciate your time today. Hate the feeling of missing out and not knowing where to start? Aside from grabbing a copy of the Real Estate Evolution, the 10-step guide to CPI, 
We also encourage you to join our ever-growing group, the Consistent and Predictable Income Community. Apply for membership at the Consistent and Predictable Income Community on Facebook and visit us at thecpicommunity.com online to listen to our previous superstar interviews. What's up, you guys? Jeff Cohn here. I'm really excited to be interviewing Sir Dan Roshan. Dan is a top team leader in the D.C. area with Keller Williams. Dan is fantastic. He's a go-giver. He helps other real estate agents level up their business, level up their life. Dan's a very successful realtor as well as author. He just came out with a book for real estate agents to kind of help people pivot. We went through and talked about how to succeed in adversity, some of his big traits out there. still listening it is because you align with the cpi community that means that you love to learn you are ambitious qualified smart and professional mostly you understand that you're in charge to design your life if you do not want to wait until next week's show is posted i invite you right now to visit www.thecpicommunity.com which is the official website of the cpi community there You'll have access to eavesdrop on past conversations I've had with the top salespeople, business owners, and entrepreneurs. The content is free and there's no opt-in. If you really want to hit the ground running, I encourage you to apply on the homepage of thecpicommunity.com to become CPI certified. It is a compensated service and those that have become certified have reported back that they have more than tripled their business sales and done so in 20% less time. The CPI certification is a part of the CPI curriculum, which is the blueprint where you will learn the proprietary process of CPI, which is the key to having consistent and predictable income for salespeople without letting time, money, and relationships fall through the cracks. Lastly, I invite for you to share this podcast with others who are competitive, love to learn, assertive, relationship-based, self-starters, just like you, so they can also benefit. And please leave us a rating or a review and subscribe now so that you'll be notified of the next show. Thank you again. I'll see you on the next show to your success. If you're a real estate agent and you're located outside of the Washington, D.C. area and you have a client that wants to buy a home, sell a home or invest in real estate in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland area, consider to refer to me. I promise that when you do so, we'll treat them like gold, update you throughout the process, and most importantly, we'll make you look good. And we'll pay you a nice referral fee. If you're a real estate agent in the Northern Virginia, Maryland, or Washington, D.C. area, and you're seeking certainty and predictability in your business, contact me now. I'd love to be able to set up a conversation to show you how we can help you to close transactions every single month of the year. Just imagine January, February, March, April, May, every month of the year that you have income coming into your pocket to help you and your family. Hit me up on social media or email me, dan at greetingsvirginia.com. Love to set up a time to chat.